Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Unlikable Female Characters, the podcast featuring feminist thriller writers in conversation about women who don't give a damn if you like them. I'm Lane Fargo, and I'm here with Kristen LaPianca. Hello. And this is going to be our last episode of 2021. We decided to take the rest of the year off after this and just, I don't know, like melt into a pile of goo like that's how I feel right now. (laughs) Yeah, basically. (laughs) That's my energy level. I feel like everyone is just done with this year like in publishing for sure it's like the year is over we're just like winding it down and like running out the clock right right yeah everyone's just standing around waiting like okay is it over yet for sure like 2022 has to be better right right it has to be honestly like (laughs) 2020 was so grim and we were all so hopeful that by this time you know in this year things would be just back to normal or normal ish and they're like not not because no everything is still just a mess and terrible so um happy holidays happy holidays (laughs) um yeah this is going to be our annual holiday gift guide episode but like warning y'all right now we'll have many great gift ideas for you but we may just like complain about capitalism and like society in general i don't know like we're we're in a mood (laughs) we're in a mood (laughs) we are we are in a state today so Uh (laughs) so get psyched um but i think you had something you wanted to talk about up front right yes yes i wanted to share um a letter from the Dear Prudence column on Slate, which I read religiously. I love reading advice columns. I don't really know why, because I often disagree with the advice, but I love reading them anyway. Or maybe I just love reading about people behaving badly. I love them as well, and I love the, like, Reddit, am I the asshole things, but yeah. it's just because I'm a nosy bitch. Like, that's it. <laughs> okay, you know what? Honestly, that's probably it for me as well. <laughs> but, so this this was um, a charming uh, missive from from yesterday. It's titled, My Wife Wrote a Secret Book. (laughs) My My wife is an accomplished author who also holds down a full-time job in an unrelated field, mostly for the benefits. When we had our first child last year, we agreed she would pause her writing career. Something had to go with a new baby at home. Except, it turns out she didn't pause it. She got a great idea for a new novel, 
wrote it secretly during her lunch break at work and sold it for $100,000. <laughs> I feel so many things right now. It's hard to be mad at someone when they casually tell you your son's college education is now paid for and her lunch hour is technically hers to do as she wishes. But she went against our deal. She could have been home an hour earlier every night if she hadn't done this project. And when I think back on all the times she's been grumpy or tired in the past year, I now blame the book, even though it could have just been preparing for a newborn. How oh, do boy. I trust her to keep her word? How should I feel right now? I'm feeling a lot of things too, bro. Like, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is just amazing. I think, I think like, let's, we can, we can kind of go backwards. So first of all, where he, and I assume that this was written by a man. That's the only way that you can just, it, that's oh, the only yeah, way. For sure. She could have been home an hour earlier every night if she hadn't done this project. That's not how work works. You don't just get no. to leave work an hour early if you don't take a lunch. Like, for one thing, you're required by law to take a lunch. <laughs> Even if you choose to work through it, like, you can't just be like, well, I'm going to leave an hour early every single day. That's nonsense. <laughs> I know there are some companies where you can, like, work through your lunch and leave early, but it's pretty uncommon. And then, so, like, what he's saying is he wanted her to just, like, work without ceasing, without a break yes. all day so she could come home and take care of her two infants because yes. uh, he is also a little little yes. baby man. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And then where he says her lunch hour is technically hers to do with <laughs> technically. as she wishes. Technically. Like, no, it's literally hers to do with as she wishes. Like, that is just, so. it's like so infuriating. But like, this is just incredible because, okay, so she is working full time. She's a new mom. She got a good idea for a book. Wrote it during her lunch break, sold it for a hundred thousand dollars, and this guy is like, "But what about our deal?" I I can't even. I mean, she's like a superhero. Yes. To, like she wrote this book in an hour a day, and like this is probably the only hour a day that this poor woman had to herself without like the baby and the baby man <laughs> making demands on her time and attention. Yes. Like this is yes. I. Uh, and a hundred thousand dollars is a really good book deal. Like for those yes. who are not as familiar with the publishing industry, that's like yes, that's a really, really good, good. Yeah, yeah. Like considering that, you know, it would be totally understandable if for this one hour a day that she has to herself, all she was capable of doing was just like sitting and staring slack jawed at a wall. But yeah. No, she wrote a book, sold it for a lot of money, and now her baby man husband is like bent out of shape because they had a deal, which is just. <laughs> Like, I don't even understand this this deal. Like, did he really think she was agreeing to, like, not write at all? Apparently. Oh I God. also note that this baby man <laughs> does not mention his own career or, like, like what does he do for a living? No. I would like to know. I would like to know that as well. I would like to know what he's doing with his lunch breaks also, which are technically his. To technically. Do with his, he wishes. They are, but I don't know. I would like to know what he's doing during them. <laughs> Probably yes. not writing a successful novel in an no. hour of fucking day. Like, I just, wow. Yeah, he yeah. sucks. He sucks. He's terrible. Yeah, I just, I read this yesterday and I was like, oh my God. And he's like, we agreed, like, something had to give. It's like, what did he give up? Exactly. What did he give up? Did he give up anything? I would be surprised if he gave up a damn thing. He wanted her to give up part of her career, but also something that's evidently her passion. Mm -hmm. And now he's mad that she wrote in secret. And it's like, <laughs> maybe he should examine why she didn't tell him about this project. Yes. 
<laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> because he's a terrible baby man. Mm-hmm. It's just people in this world. <laughs> I just felt like it, this letter was appropriate to discuss um, yeah. on this podcast because it's like the way you should feel right now is like fucking lucky that this woman tolerates you, asshole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And shares her $100,000 with you and your yes. child. Like, I don't know. She should yeah. just leave and hire a nanny and then she could write all the books that she wanted. And I mean, I can't even... He said she's an accomplished author, too. So I assume this is not her first book. Like, she sold right. others. Yes. So he was asking her to give up, like, an, a successful career for what? Like, does he have even one successful career? Is still my right. question. I want to know. <laughs> yeah. Like, what What does he do? Is he a success at it? Does he... Has he given up anything? Does he do any child care whatsoever? Uh, or is he just sort of, like... She does it all, and I can't believe she did one thing for herself in this past year. God damn mm-hmm. her. Yeah. <sighs> just sounds a lot like our friend Jonathan Mallory Davis and his wife with her two jobs. Yes. Very much so. <laughs> <laughs> but he was fictional, thank God. Yes. And this man is real. I'm also like the audacity of these guys who write into Dear Prudence or like the Am I the Asshole Reddit forum or whatever, where, because it's like, not only were you a complete dick you felt like so justified in it that you wrote to this stranger on the internet for their judgment like you know that these men think that dear prudence or like the commenters on the reddit forum are going to be like oh my god you're totally justified like they're looking for validation (laughs) yes it's just incredible like did you you genuinely thought you were going to find that validation like not only did you believe in your heart you were right like you thought that strangers would also find your point of view to be correct like that's incredible you took the time to write out all of that and you still at the end of it were like, I'm justified in being upset. Like after you wrote all of those sentences down and like, I, right. It's incredible. I, yes. uh, and like, especially in this one, how he, at the end he's like, how do I trust her to keep her word? Like framing this as a trust <laughs> issue, a trust <laughs> issue. My God. <laughs> she cheated on him with her book. She's having right. a wild affair with her novel, which probably is way more satisfying than he's ever been. Honestly, yes. <laughs> well, that actually leads really well into my first gift recommendation, believe it cool. or not. Cool. So, well, okay. So we were talking about this before we started recording. And in the past, I feel like we've done this episode every year. And for me, it's always been like super easy to come up with a bunch of suggestions. And this year I was like, I don't even, like, I don't even know what I want for Christmas. Like I'm so tired, like of capitalism and just like everything and everything sucks. And I don't know, like what's even the point of like acquiring things or whatever. So I... (laughs) I came up that I'm really, really setting this up well, but I came at this from a perspective of like, what are the things that have brought me a shred of joy in the last year? Because that's like all we really have now are these like shreds of joy. Yes, very much so. Right. So one thing that recently brought me a shred of joy was um, Kate Bear's new book. I hope this finds you well. Have you heard heard about no, this? No, I haven't. So Kate Bear is a poet. Um, she has a really great Instagram account where she posts a lot of her poems. Um, her first book, What Kind of Woman, was a number one New York Times bestseller, which for poetry is like insane. And yes. her new book, I Hope This Finds You Well, is a collection of erasure poems where she takes Ooh. 
like comments and DMs. Mostly, some of them are like nice notes that people send her, but most of them are like shitty DMs from like insecure baby men who <laughs> are like mad at her for being a feminist on the internet. And so she takes these these messages and comments and like erases a bunch of the words to make a poem and they're brilliant. <laughs> I love this idea. So satisfying, so incredible and um there's a lot of them from men who are like, oh my god, there was one there's a man who DMs her and is like, I want to interview you on my podcast about what it's like to be a mommy writer. No. <laughs> And like it'll take at least an hour. Like when can we meet? <laughs> I just oh like I <laughs> I just like writer. gave a howl of pain. Like that. Just, I like, know. <laughs> oh my god. There's a lot of men in her DMs suggesting that she like study male classical like poets to improve her technique. <laughs> There's oh a lot god. of men giving her like <laughs> giving her notes, <laughs> giving her recommendations. Um but she takes all of their shitty comments and reclaims them as amazing original poems and it's yeah, it's incredible. This is also like a very tiny book that would be a good like stocking stuffer or you can like hide it behind something and read it while you're avoiding your horrible family or like whatever it is that you need to do this holiday season. I love that. That is amazing. <laughs> I need to add that to my own presence for myself list which is the most important list uh-huh that's the other thing i feel like as an adult i just buy myself whatever i like really want if i and then like when it comes time to for like holiday gifts i'm just like i already have everything i need and want and now i'm just yeah tired it's like and... it's like, could you just buy me some batteries like I, just, <laughs> I, already, I already have all of the things that i like and want and like i my own taste level is exquisite you can't trust someone else to Uh, know exactly the perfect thing for you so it's like of course everyone should just buy their own own gifts and just we should you know just not concern ourselves with this whole charade which that is a a good lead into my my sort of first item which is not a real thing but it is uh if if necessary for your you know mental health give yourself the gift of just noping the fuck out of the holidays that's excellent. That's Just great. That's the gift like, that I want. <laughs> if that is what if that is what would make you the most happy, just do it. And um, it actually reminds me of something else that I read on Dear Prudence um, a couple years ago. There's always around the holidays a lot of stress. There's a lot of holiday stress that comes out in in these letters, and uh, a lot of this idea of like, well, if I if I don't do this, or if I don't go to Christmas, or if I don't do this a thing my family wants me to do. I'm going to ruin the holidays. <laughs> and there's no such thing as ruining the holidays. Like, that's not a thing. If, you know, all you can do is take care of yourself. It's the most, you know, grown up thing you can do is to take care of yourself and disappoint someone else rather than disappointing yourself. Yes. Just own it. And if that means telling everyone in your family that you're not doing Christmas, then do it. It's fine. I was blessed to be born into a family that doesn't really give a fuck about holidays. I love this about my family. It's kind of interesting because they're pretty religious. You'd think that they would care a lot about Christmas and they really don't like, we're just not, not really into it. We don't decorate a lot. We don't really get together. My partner's family is much more into it. Not in like a, a, too over the top way like they're pretty chill people in general <laughs> but um they like actually care about christmas and it always mm. takes me aback i'm like <laughs> oh you really care about oh, okay 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 like <laughs> yeah <laughs> this year my partner is going to visit them like a few days before christmas but he'll actually be here on the holiday but there have been times in the past where he just goes to visit his family 
and I am alone on Christmas and it is the fucking best. Okay. Like <laughs> everyone's like, Oh, are you going to be okay alone on Christmas? And I'm like living my best life totally yeah. by myself. Just like cuddling with my dog, watching dance movies and like eating chocolate. And it's, it's fantastic. Yeah. That sounds incredible. There's, there's no reason to make the holidays into this, like this, this big thing where it's like you, you have to have, you have to go to all these parties and be with your family and it's all about togetherness. It's honestly just another day. Yeah. And if you find spiritual meaning in it, great. If you don't, great. Like it's fine. It's all fine. Yeah. All right. What else we got as far as gifts for yourself or your family or whoever? So, um, this is, this is an actual item, but it's still kind of in the noping out of Christmas. Um, are you familiar with Kiva? Yes. So Kiva is a like a micro loan platform where you can loan money to a person in a developing country or really to anywhere for like the purposes of expanding their business or, you know, helping with medical bills. And it's it's a very cool platform and you can actually give a gift card so that your the person that you are gifting to can go on the Kiva website and find the exact person that they want to make a micro loan to. So if you, you know, are really passionate about sewing you can go on there and find a seamstress in Bangladesh who needs money to buy fabric and make a micro loan to that person and the really cool thing about Kiva is that like once you've loaned like once you've put money into the Kiva ecosystem you get gradually paid back by the person who accepts the loan and once once the money is paid back into the 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 Kiva ecosystem you can then lend it out again. So it's sort of like once you've put money into it, you can keep lending money with the same money, basically. So it's not like you become addicted to Kiva and then you wind up going broke. Like, <laughs> although that could happen because it is very, it is very like, it's really amazing to like read through the stories and see what people need and, you know, what women entrepreneurs who are, you know, in developing countries running businesses with agriculture and livestock and textiles and just all of those kinds of things uh, but I think it's a really like it's it's in in the same vein of making a charitable donation in someone's name for a holiday but it's a little bit more hands-on for the recipient because they get to decide who they want to loan the money to that is so cool I love that yeah yeah so I think that's that's really fun and I would be happy to accept a Kiva gift card from anyone <laughs> <laughs> Most of my ideas are books, honestly, because that's like the only thing that I have given a shit about this year. I just like buy books and, and skincare, I guess. But I feel like skincare is so specific to the person. It's hard to yeah, give skincare as gifts. You can give them like a Sephora gift card, but you can't, you don't know what someone's skin wants. Right. Exactly. <laughs> that sounded really personal. dark and like weird and serial killer. Yeah, what sorry. the skin wants. <laughs> what the skin wants. My skin, unfortunately, wants Sunday Riley all day, every day, and that shit is expensive. She's a fancy bitch. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I get, like, little samples from Sephora, and then when they're gone, I'm just, like, so sad. But, yeah. Anyway, so another book that has brought me a shred of joy recently. I'm still reading this one, actually. I'm not all the way through it. Um, It's called Modern Day Magic, Eight Simple Rules to Realize Your Power by Rachel Lang. Um, I actually picked this up at the Book Loft when I was in Columbus a few weeks ago. And so this is, like, a very like witchy book it's very interactive there's like exercises you can do like journaling and like 
spells and whatever but it's also just like a beautiful book it's hardcover like lots of gorgeous illustration so it's like a great physical object uh, in addition to the information in it being very fun and I think it would be a great gift paired with an oracle deck or a tarot deck like of your choice because there's a lot of the exercises that can involve uh, things like that so I've been really enjoying it and getting a lot out of it and uh, might gift it to some people this year I'm not sure love it I also have a witchy book on my list. So this is called uh, Color, Form, and Magic by Nicole Pivarotto. Subtitle is Using the Power of Aesthetics for Creative and Magical Work. And it is this beautiful little book. It has like silver holographic edges. (gasps) It is gorgeous. And it's it's like, it reminds me of like an old science textbook, but in a really cool way. (laughs) I don't really know if that makes any sense, but um, it talks all about the psychology of color, how color, how colors are made, what the, you know, historical context and um, esoteric contexts for various colors and shapes are. So it's sort of like, even if you're not a witchy person, there's definitely, even if you're like more into the aesthetic, not the magic part, this is definitely super fun to look at, to read about the meanings of various colors, meanings of shapes And then, you know, if you are interested in the witchy stuff, the back of the book sort of goes into ways you can use color magic to, you know, self-empowerment and all of those good things. But it is gorgeous to look at. And there is also um, an oracle deck that pairs with it called the Prism, Prism Oracle, I think it's called, Um, that it's like, it's basically like this book in oracle form. And it's gorgeous and super fun and super accessible highly highly recommended okay i need that and the oracle deck immediately (laughs) yes this is the problem like i need to put this on my christmas list and see if anyone will buy it for me but i just want to go like order it right this minute yes Uh, that sounds incredible. I love witchy stuff that's about like aesthetics and using um, like clothes and makeup and decor and everything sort of in a and like empowered witchy way because it feels like I don't know. It almost it helps me justify all this like shit that I <laughs> enjoy and want to spend time on. I'm just like yeah. when I put on this lipstick, I'm like embracing my power or whatever. Right. I don't know. <laughs> but you know, honestly, it's like at this point in in the scheme of things, it is whatever gets you through seriously just embrace that shit it is all good yeah like shreds of joy man that's all we have that's it (laughs) this is the shreds of joy gift guide yes (laughs) episode title there we go i was trying to think of one and there it is okay so i have this book that it doesn't come out until december 21st so you would have to buy it like right like at the if you're last minute gift giver i guess this is for you um so this is a book by Catherine price who is the author of how to break up with your phone which i also recommend it's like a cute little like stocking stuffer ish book that i've read several times and every time i read it i'm like i'm gonna break up with my phone i'm gonna like do everything she says and like divest myself of technology and whatever and then i don't do the things that she says but um (laughs) It's a good book. Anyway, so... <laughs> you could do them. You're I could. Learning, you're learning about how to do them. Yeah. Thank you. That's what exactly. Really yeah. So her new book that comes out in December is called The Power of Fun, How to Feel Alive Again. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We all need this, right? Like that... Yes. <laughs> I re- I was I saw that book title and I was just like I need to lie down like this is <laughs> so depressed that this is what I need but I do I'm also like 
I don't know. I'm very um I, I look to books to solve like all of my problems. I don't oh, know if yes. you're you're like this. It's like any sort of dilemma or problem that I have, I'm just like if I buy enough books about this, I will like I don't know, I'll be like self-actualized and happy and like all of that. Like the books will teach me. It's like this weird superstition. So now <laughs> I feel like I when this book comes out on December 21st and I get it then uh, 2022 will be amazing I'll learn how to be alive again and everything will be fine (laughs) because of Catherine Price yes (laughs) so I'm just holding on for that now that's what I'm living for Kristen amazing (laughs) I'm the same way though it's like I too feel that purchasing enough enough books on a subject uh, even if I don't read them, just ha- just owning them or having them near of course. me, like that's that's going to do something, surely. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah, that's how that's how it works. We're just book witches. That's what yeah. it is. We just yes. buy the books and we like stack them up and we look at them and we like meditate upon them. Yes. Don't have to read them. I no. mean, sometimes I read them, but you know. Yeah. I actually tend to read books like this a lot more. Like I'll buy them and read them right away, where I can buy novels and have them on my shelf for like five years before I read them. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point, actually. Like, when I buy a sort of, like, a self-help-ish book, it's usually because I've, like, stood in the bookstore and already read 30% of it in the aisle. And I'm like, I need to read the rest of this. I mean, whether I do any of the recommendations, that uh-huh. that's irrelevant. <laughs> the point <laughs> is that I own it. So, uh-huh. yeah. That book will solve all of your problems yes. until you find new problems and then you have to find a new book exactly it's the circle of life anyway so (laughs) anyway okay so on the subject of things that have brought a shred of joy this year i have taken up embroidery oh and because you know i'm always looking for something to be doing other than writing my novel (laughs) so (laughs) of course it's important to have a long list of hobbies um and like hopefully hopefully it's well known at this point i don't know but i'm a crafty bitch and I, I like to dabble in various textile arts and uh, soap making and miniature building and stuff like that. But this year I took up uh, embroidery and I have found it to be so satisfying and relaxing and like a good thing to do while I'm just like chilling watching TV other than looking at my phone. Mm-hmm. So embroidery is really not very hard. Uh, It's like there's a it's not one of it's not like knitting where you need to like have someone show you. Uh, I watched some videos on YouTube and bought a kit off of Etsy and was off to the races. And now I have like a whole bunch of embroidered items in my home that I need to do something with, to be honest. But they've all been very uh, rewarding to do. And there is a charming book that I would like to recommend called Stitchcraft. It is an embroidery book of simple stitches and peculiar patterns. And the patterns are like weird and witchy and there's skulls and organs and ghosts and skeletons. And it's just like all really fun things to embroider along with uh, simple instructions on how to do it. And it's a really fun hobby, very easy to pick up. You don't need a lot of expensive tools to do it. And so if you have a crafty person on your list or someone who is in need of something to keep their hands busy, highly recommended that you consider giving them the gift of embroidery because yeah it's been really very enjoyable how do your cats feel about this because I used to knit and do like cross stitch and stuff and my cat at the time who was evil my cat Byron (laughs) may he rest in peace um he just like attacked 
everything I did. And one time I left a piece of yarn like sitting beside me and he slurped that up like a fucking piece no. of spaghetti. <laughs> just I like look at him and like the tiny bit of yarn is like sticking out of his mouth and then he just goes and it's gone. I'm like, fuck. He was fine. He was fine. Did your cats like bother you when you're so crafting? that's actually one thing that I am really enjoying about embroidery is that I feel like it's very it's like a small scale craft that's very easy to hide from cats <laughs> you can like quickly shove it in something if the cat comes around the cats have not cared about um the embroidery i knit as well and they are always bothering knitting mm-hmm. it's just like it's to the point where it's like i don't even want to do it because <laughs> at some point there's going to be like a cat with its head stuck through a skein of yarn and uh-huh. it's just like it's a whole thing um but with the embroidery i feel like because it's small and you know, even though I, yes, there's thread, but I'm not using like, you know, 20 feet of thread. I'm working off of like a length of 18 inches or something that it's, it's all very like easy to fold up and hide under a blanket if the cat comes around. So you are hiding your embroidery from your cats. Like that woman was hiding her novel from her poor husband. Yes. Do you think my cats are going to develop trust issues? I know. I'm like, how can your cats trust you now, Kristen? <laughs> broken forever um, yeah so sad so sad <laughs> all right uh my only other book and this is more of like a i'm gonna give this book as like an example but really anything in this category i feel like would be a great gift and what i would personally want to receive so i this year have been reading a lot of like fun fluffy romance novels because like they make me want to be alive <laughs> and <laughs> that's all we can ask right now um so on the fall reading preview episode i i recommended jen deluca's renaissance fair books which mm. i'm obsessed with and i did reread the first two before the third one came out so those are amazing. If you have read those uh, and want something else that kind of has that same feeling, one of my favorites lately was The Love Hypothesis by Allie Hazelwood, which probably everyone's heard of because it's been on the New York Times bestseller list for a million years now. But this book started out as uh, Ray and Kylo Ren fan fiction. <laughs> and they're like not trying to hide it at all, which I cherish. So like the cover, uh, the cover art just looks like Daisy Ridley and Adam Driver. And the main character, like the guy's name is Adam. I'm like, okay, I see. Amazing. <laughs> so as someone who loves fluffy romance and also Adam Driver, um, this book was like just catnip to me completely. It made me so happy. And I read it in like a day and then I was furious with myself and wished that I could delete it from my brain so that I could read it again but I yeah any uh, that book or like anything kind of in that category I feel like would be a great Christmas gift so people can experience it's like even more than a shred of joy it's like several hours of joy right like yeah like you want several shreds really like yeah eight to ten shreds I mean that's a lot of shreds that is yes so Fluffy Romance, um, The Love Hypothesis by Ali Hazelwood. But if your recipient has already read that, then there are many, many other great books out there. Love it. Uh, my last book is um, Extra Bold, a feminist, inclusive, anti-racist, non-binary field guide for graphic designers. Ooh. Now, it's not just for graphic designers, although I am a graphic designer. And so if you have a graphic designer on your list, then definitely get them this book. But um, it's really... Anyone who is interested in our changing world is going to find stuff to enjoy um, in this book. It's It's got comics and sort of a, a zine-esque manifesto and some self-help tips. And it's just sort of about, you know, the 
the nexus of progressive culture and marketing and advertising, I guess, uh, and making sure that you're using your particular platform uh, in the best way. Who like you know examining who your social media posts are centering, um, stuff like that. But there's also a lot of interesting info about like typography, and it's just it's very cool and fun and gorgeous. Uh, and I think that anyone who is interested in the way things look is going to find stuff to like here. Yeah, that seems like it would be useful to pretty much anyone who's creative or like online at all. Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, like even even if you're not a graphic designer, if you're posting on social media and creating, um, you know, little images to post with your stuff, like it's definitely it's got a lot for everyone to enjoy. Cool. Ugh. My, I'm just going to spend all sorts of money after this. Yeah. No, just... I have to put it on my Christmas list and then I'll spend a lot of money in January when people don't get me what I want. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the real shopping season, right? Yes. Like post Christmas when you buy all the things that you really wanted and no one bought for you. Yes, exactly. So I have also been just indulging in a lot of like, you know, quote unquote self care lately. Cause again, like what do we have to live for except <laughs> Yes. So I've been getting a lot of uh, like, you know, scented candles and bath stuff. And something else I've been enjoying lately is uh, painting my nails at home. So I got one of those Olive and June manicure kits. Oh, yeah, which yeah. They sponsor many podcasts. They do not sponsor this one. But if they want to, like, call me Olive and June. I'm a big fan. <laughs> yeah, was... that might be a better fit than NASCAR, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Or what, DraftKings? I don't yeah. know. We apologize for the ads that run before the show. We do yeah. not choose them. We don't um, choose them. But yeah, so I was kind of skeptical, but I kept hearing about it on all these podcasts and they have like discount codes and I was like, whatever, I want to experience a shred of joy. I'm going to buy this manicure kit. But mm -hmm. they're really, I don't know, I've painted my nails at home before, but I've never had such good results as I do with Olive in June. I don't know if it's like the consistency of the nail polish or they send you this little tool called a poppy that you like put on top of the um the like lid for the nail polish and it makes it easier to hold and especially to paint with your non-dominant hand is that like that little bulb looking thing sort yeah. of okay, yeah okay i was like that seems like bullshit why would that help but it actually does <laughs> <laughs> amazing so i really like it and um i'm trying to quit biting my nails because I'm almost 40 and it's fucking ridiculous <laughs> that I still bite my nails. I was doing really well before the pandemic actually and then when the pandemic hit I was just like you know what like the world is ending I'm gonna just bite my nails because no one's gonna no one's gonna see me it's like an anxiety thing but yeah, um, yeah. this has been this has been helping with that so yeah all nice. of in June you can buy like the whole kit or you can buy individual things they have this great cuticle oil that comes in like a little pen you can keep in your purse and I don't know big fan call me <laughs> let's do a deal I don't know yeah. I feel like we were like as we were coming up with our items for this we were like in the very similar veins I also have a manicure kit but this one is called bare hands it is okay. a dry gloss manicure nice. and um it comes with this little glass uh buffer polisher so you like file your nails buff them with this little glass thing it also has uh, a cuticle oil pen and the result is like super super shiny nails with no polish uh which is really oh. cool because like i like anytime like when when events used to happen and i would like do book signings 
I frequently feel like ashamed of my nails just because they're like ratty and terrible and like same, the nails same. of like, yes. a child. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, no uh, one look at my hands. <laughs> right. It's like, please don't look. If, if I could sign a book with my mouth, I probably would. Um, <laughs> but, wear gloves. That would right. be like Ooh. wear like leather gloves. And then yeah. you'll look kind of like intimidating and kinky. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking about that. But yeah, so like I I always feel icky about my nails, but um, because I like to do a lot of crafty things, anytime I paint them, I just like, I chip them immediately. It's terrible. Like mm-hmm. I can't keep my nails painted to save my life. But th- with, um, with this, there's no polish involved at all. You just have like really natural, pretty looking nails that you can't chip and mess up. And it, it smells incredible also, the cuticle oil. But Ooh. I actually bought this for myself last year and I liked it so much that I got one for my mom uh, for Christmas last year and she loves it too. Uh, it comes folded up in this cute little uh, vegan leather envelope thing. Uh, it's very like compact and portable and it's just like a really nice ritual to you know go with the, the polisher and yeah it's just really cool because you don't have to apply anything you're not putting on polish but you get a really nice finished shiny look at the end. Yeah. Well, one of my suggestions is to buy yourself stickers because I love stickers, even though I'm almost 40. Like, who fucking cares? <laughs> but I've specifically been buying little stickers on Etsy and using them to, like, motivate myself for, like, if I write a scene, I put, like, a sticker on this thing. I don't know. Like, for – so, basically, my recommendation is tiny, adorable stickers that you can use to motivate yourself like a child. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> It really works for me. might work for you. I don't know. Um, So some of my favorites are there's this shop on Etsy called Coco and Opal Design that I've bought some stickers from. My favorites are they make these stickers that are tiny tombstones that say RIP on them. And I was using that for a while for marking off like scenes that I'd written in one of my works in progress. And it was incredibly satisfying. But they have like all sorts of stickers. They've got like pride ones and like all sorts of cute cute things and you can use them in whatever way you want but I definitely recommend them as a motivational tool if you are immature like me and motivated by stickers <laughs> I've been motivated by stickers since I was a child and I'm not going to stop anytime soon I mean no why should you like stickers are yeah. awesome I'm sitting here at my desk in in reach of many many stickers so. <laughs> <laughs> I buy bigger ones and put them I like never want to stick them like the big ones on things because it's like then they're like ruined right so i'll like put them on a bulletin board but i won't like unpeel the same i have i have several on the bulletin board that's right behind my computer i have um one that says my bitch face doesn't rest which i just adore oh my god yeah i have another one that's uh, that says indoor cat which is very true yeah i'm an indoor cat i bought one the other day that was like an angry bear that just said hangry on it (laughs) relatable yeah yeah that's awesome (laughs) All right, so I think that buying a fancy candle for yourself is just one of the most truest joys in this world. Mm-hmm. And I would like to recommend the Harlem Candle Company. They have absolutely gorgeous-looking, gorgeous-scented candles that are all sort of inspired by the Jazz Age and the Harlem Renaissance. So there's like a Langston Hughes candle that smells like tobacco and amber there's a a billy holiday there's actually two billy holiday candles one of them is inspired by a fragrance that she 
always wore called Emerald. Um, but they're absolute. It's a whole beautiful collection. They smell amazing, and they're just like perfectly giftable for anyone who likes candles, anyone who likes jazz, anyone who just likes nice things. Just <laughs> if you like nice things, buy some candles. The end. It'll make you feel cozy while you're trapped inside again, again. <laughs> yeah, still, still, <laughs> for the love yes. of Christ, still somehow trapped inside again. And it's really true that like lighting a candle just makes it just creates such a mood. Mm-hmm. And it's so simple. Like, I don't really even understand why. I mean, I don't understand why it makes such a difference, but it really does. It makes your home feel cozy or it makes your writing space feel cozy or special. And it's just really nice. Like, it's a nice thing to do for yourself. You deserve it. You do deserve it. And I love, um, for my writing space, getting candles that are sort of like themed to the book that I'm working on. Uh, mm-hmm. And I also love deducting them on my tax return because that's a business expense. <laughs> yeah, it is. i was just talking about this with some authors the other day like it's totally a business expense you got to set the mood it's part of it it's like an office supply i don't know (laughs) i love it all right what else you got okay so uh if you have uh really christmasy people in your gift list who are into christmas and you have to get them like a christmasy thing you know we all we all know those people like they have all of the santas or the christmas villages or whatever whatever and you just can't stomach the thought of like looking at Christmas shit. I understand. And what you should do is you should purchase uh, ornaments for them from your sustainable home. Uh, they have ornaments that are made in India through fair trade partners. They have so many different cute kinds. There's some embroidered dog ornaments, some fun Christmas trees, and they're just so much more, I don't know, interesting and pleasing than like the plastic bauble type of ornaments. Mm-hmm. So if, you know, you need to purchase Christmas ornaments for someone, this is the way to go, I think. Okay, sounds great. And then for the coffee lovers on your list or someone who is interested in becoming a coffee lover or is just curious about pour over coffee, don't hate me, but it's nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Pretentious. <laughs> it is good, though. It's, it is good. So uh, Copper Cow Coffee makes amazing Vietnamese pour over coffee uh, that comes in it has it comes in like a you know the little pop-up cardboard thing that makes it super easy you just set it on top of your mug pour your water in and it comes with like a Vietnamese creamer to go with it so you get that really like thick sweet Vietnamese coffee experience uh, super tasty super simple they have many different varieties including some decaf ones they have a churro coffee which is amazing. And they also have a lavender latte, which is amazing. And yeah, it's just like, it's really, it's a really fun way to get into pour over coffee without like having to purchase the gear (laughs) that goes with it. Um, And, you know, having to, you you don't have to talk about how how much you like pour over coffee. Like that is optional. You can just Just have it it and and enjoy it for yourself and drink it. Uh, and not make everyone roll their eyes at you. <laughs> <laughs> it is delicious. I just yes. get, there's um, this coffee shop in, well, there's a bunch of them in Chicago called Intelligentsia and yes. they do pour over and it's, it's good. But like every time I'm there, I'm just like this man in a handlebar mustache <laughs> is like taking forever to make my coffee and yeah. I just want to drink it. And I'm yeah. like, just give it to me, give it to me. Yeah. But this is nice. You can, you can make it yourself. It's really 
uh, simple and you know you could you, you just throw away the little filter setup when you're done. Uh, it's made of paper so you don't even have to have guilt about contributing to the landfill and you can enjoy the nice tasty pour over without the the handlebar rage <laughs> that goes with <laughs> it. Handlebar mustache rage. That's a real man, problem. The man bunned person who is taking 10 minutes to make your fucking cup of coffee. Um, <laughs> yeah, so. Well, my last recommendation is if it is legal where you live, um, buy your loved ones edibles because that is truly what's been giving me most of my shreds of joy lately. <laughs> yes, just do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In Ohio, it's you have to have a medical card. Is that the? Yes, that is correct. Okay. I have a medical card, but it's also just like a free for all in Illinois now. Um, <laughs> and I was recently in California and picked up some stuff. I was like such a goody two shoes in college and like didn't smoke or drink anything. And now I'm just like, I would like to be slightly high at all times. <laughs> like, <Yes. this> is... <laughs> <laughs> Need to take off all the edges of all these feelings. Just yeah. Yeah. And edibles are, edibles are great because it's like you can, access the positive things about uh cannabis without having to smoke it like if you have lung issues i have asthma so i can't Mm -hmm. really smoke but you know an edible is perfectly fine and it's it's really great especially if you need help sleeping um which i always do that's my main thing i like go into the dispensary and they're like what are you looking for? And I'm like, I want to be unconscious for eight hours. Like, right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Slightly, slightly stoned and then unconscious. That's, that's, uh, I'm having really good luck lately with, um, edibles that have a higher concentration of CBN yes. and yes. addition to the THC. That shit is amazing. Yes. I, I just, recently yeah. had this, um, blueberry chocolate bar mm. thing where you just like take one tiny square uh, it tasted amazing, which is interesting because sometimes, you know, like the edibles, they taste good, but there's like that skunky weed taste the aftertaste, somewhere yeah. in there. Uh, but the, this just tasted really good and was very effective at like, you know, you get a tiny little bit stoned and then out like a light. Oh, bliss. Absolutely. That's what bliss. we want for Christmas is to be unconscious. Yes. <laughs> we just want to sleep through this whole nightmare and wake us when it's over. Yes, exactly. Um, all right. So yeah, like I said, this is our last episode of 2021. When next we uh, talk to y'all, it'll be 2022, which will hopefully be a better year. It will definitely be a good year because one of our first episodes of the year will be an interview with Sarah Gran, who is like the hey. fucking queen of everything. So if y'all cool. are not familiar with her, you have until January to read all of her books. Like get the fuck on it. Yes. Yeah, so read the books. <laughs> Come back, listen to the interview. You owe it to yourself. If you want to be happy in 2022, this is what you must do. Yes. So can't wait. We already recorded that one. And I'm still like geeking out about the fact that we got to talk to her because she's so iconic. Yes. Um, So we can't wait to share that with you guys. But uh, have have a happy holiday, Kristen. Yeah, you too. Enjoy not celebrating it and stuff for the most part. Uh And just buy all the things from this list for yourself. Uh, and, Perfect. you know, take an edible and just peace out for a couple days. Sounds like a plan. Yes. That's it for this episode of Unlikable Female Characters. Don't forget to subscribe. And you can also follow us on Twitter at UnlikableFCPod for updates 
book recommendations, and angry feminist rants. Our website is unlikablefemalecharacters.com, and we're also on Instagram at unlikablefemalecharacters. Thanks for listening. Thank you.